It's easy to get where you're going if you have a roadmap or a guide to take you there. And it's my job to try and help educate you and help you navigate the path to home ownership. Welcome to the Greatest Asset Community Podcast. I'm your host, Frederick Middlebrooks. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about positioning yourself to be able to purchase a home. So there are a lot of people who have home ownership as a goal that they want to achieve and something that they want to purchase in the future, near future, or in the distant future. However, a lot of people are not familiar with the process of being able to purchase a home, not familiar with what all needs to be done in order to position themselves to best be able to accomplish that goal or that dream of being a homeowner. So I want to go through three things, three pillars that I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into throughout this podcast to give you a little bit of the framework and lay a little bit of the path on some things that you need to consider and start working towards if you want to make home ownership your reality. So the three things that I'm going to talk about right off the bat are income, debt, and credit. These three things are the biggest determining factors in terms of whether or not you will qualify to purchase a home and how much home you can qualify to purchase. So they are all kind of interconnected. I'll do my best to try and talk about them individually, but as you will see when we go through them, they are all connected. And so I will start with income. Income obviously is how much money you're making uh, from your job that you may work, whether that's self-employment or W-2 income. But I can't talk about income without considering debt because income and debt are intertwined. Um, so what I'm what I mean by that is, how much you make also can be diminished by how much you owe in debt. So you can make a lot of money and you can also owe a lot of debt and not qualify for anything. But on the reverse, you can also make a little bit and not have any debt and qualify for a decent home. So these are intertwined or interrelated with the income and the debt. So. It's definitely a good thing if you're making a lot of money, but you also don't want to have a whole lot of debt to accompany all of that income that you have because it could essentially cancel out all of that benefit when it comes for you purchasing a home. So income is the, a huge factor, a big factor in determining how much home you qualify for. Again, not the only factor, but it is a big factor. And so your income level can be something that's tough to change and that kind of depends upon your training, your skills, uh, where you live at, uh, meaning where the job opportunities are. Perhaps you live in an area where there are not a whole lot of job opportunities, or maybe you live in an area where job opportunities are plentiful, but you lack the skills or the training for those jobs, or maybe uh, they require education and you would need to go to school or a trade school perhaps that you would need to go to. And so these are some barriers to a lot of people entering into fields that might be able to increase their income. However, the biggest factor that can affect your income, good or bad, is you. You are the biggest factor that can affect whether or not your income is going to be great and continually increasing throughout the years or whether your income is going to be sort of a plateau and staying pretty steady with only a small gradual increase over the years. So your determination, your drive and your discipline can take you further than any external factors that may be working against you when it comes to your income. Someone who is driven, someone who is determined, someone who is motivated and just really set on wanting to 
increase their standard of living is by far going to outperform someone who is mediocre, someone who is lackadaisical, someone who is just going through the motions and waiting for the handout. So again, you are the biggest determining factor when it comes to your income in terms of how much you make, whether or not you settle for the job that you don't like, but they're paying you enough to be able to stay in your apartment or whether you're like, you know what, I'm going to pursue something greater for the next year or the next two years. So a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, and I'm in a much better financial position to be able to go after that home ownership dream for that home that I really want to own or whatever it may be that you're looking to achieve financially. Maybe you just want to set yourself up for financial security, uh, financial freedom, um, paying off your debt, whatever that might be, uh, you are going to be the biggest factor, the biggest determining factor in your income level. So that's what I want to say when it comes to income, but I'll move on over to debt. When we talk about debt, as we said, income is hard to mention income without debt. Well, as we talk about debt, it's hard to mention debt without talking about credit because debt is tied to your credit score as a mortgage loan officer views it. So in general, it's always a good thing to pay down your credit card debt. And this helps your credit score, but it also saves you money that you would be paying in interest payments because credit card interest rates right now, the last time I checked were around 21% for the average interest rate on a credit card. That is a lot of interest that you're paying, but by you simply paying down or paying off those credit cards, you are improving your credit score and simultaneously reducing how much you have to pay in interest because you're eliminating that credit card debt. So in general, it's always a good thing for you to pay down or pay off those credit cards. Now, after that, what you should pay off, when you should pay off, if you should pay off, Talk to a mortgage loan officer first if you are looking to purchase a home anytime within the next year. And the reason is because there are some things that you can pay off that might actually hurt your credit score. For example, let's say that you have a car and you've only got maybe six more months left of car payments or eight more months left of car payments and you've got a, a nice little nest egg that you've saved up and you're like, you know what, I could just throw this and pay off my car payment, lower my debt to income ratio, and now I can qualify for an even bigger home. While that sounds like a good idea, it might not be the best idea. And the reason is because there are some debts that when you pay them off, your credit score can actually take a hit and your credit score can actually drop from you paying off those items. Because when you're paying monthly on-time payments for that car that you're driving, that's helping your credit score is showing a good credit history but the moment you pay that car off now all of that credit history stops because that car is paid off anymore so now that's in the past and a credit score your credit profile essentially is a snapshot in time of your ability to take on and pay off debt well if you no longer have that car that you're paying on well, now that's not something that's being factored into that algorithm that's computing your credit score. So your credit score can actually take a drop if you lose debt items that you've been making on-time monthly payments for. Now, I'm not saying don't pay off the car. If you've got the money to purchase the house and pay off the car, there's a way to do it where it, you, would, you don't have to worry about it affecting your credit score and dropping your credit score. One of the ways is by paying that car off at closing. When you go to 
the closing table to close on that new home that you're purchasing or that resale home that you're purchasing. The, you can set it up in such a way to where all of the funds that you're going to use for buying that home and paying off the car get wired to the closing attorney. And then the closing attorney pays off that car at the same time that you purchase that home. So that if your credit score now were to take a hit from you paying off that car, it doesn't matter because you already got the home. So again, these are some things that you want to definitely get with a loan officer and talk with them about it first to make sure that we're doing this thing in the right way so that you don't become negatively affected by going out and paying off installment loans or something that could essentially end up hurting your credit score. Because if your credit score does take that hit, that can bump you out of qualification range where now you don't qualify for a home that previously you did qualify for or it can affect how much you're going to pay in your interest rate because maybe you qualify for a certain interest rate for a certain price but now that price went up because your credit score dropped or maybe you're in a whole nother bracket now where now you only qualify for a different interest rate because that credit score dropped so before you put yourself in that situation by just paying off debt Talk to a mortgage loan officer first and make sure that you have that conversation in terms of should I pay off this car? Do I need to pay it off in order to affect my debt to income ratio? And if so, how should we go about doing that? Maybe we pay it off at closing where we can get the car paid off and purchase the home at the same time without having to worry about it affecting your credit or anything like that. So that's what it comes to when we're talking about paying off debt. Um, <clears throat> We'll move on a little bit for well, actually, a little bit more for debt. Uh, debt. When we're talking about debt, we're talking about borrowed money. So, on your credit, you generally have installment loans and you have revolving loans. Revolving loans are like your credit; they're loans that you can charge up and pay off and charge them back up again. Installment loans are loans that you take out, like a car loan, and once it's paid off, that's it. You don't charge your car loan back up again that's done that's it for your car loan and so we're talking about borrowed money when we're talking about debt the bigger percentage of your monthly income that goes to paying debt the less that you qualify for when it comes to you purchasing a home so if your income is let's just say a hundred percent of whatever your income is and 30 percent of that goes toward paying off debt borrowed money we're talking credit cards we're talking your car payment we're talking student loans we're talking personal loans any money that you borrow and you're paying back that's debt and so if 30 percent of your income is going toward paying off debt well then that's diminishing how much home you can actually qualify for because when we qualify you for a mortgage there's only a certain percentage of your income, typically 50%. There are some programs that um, can allow you to go a little bit above that, but some of that also might take you a little bit below that. But oftentimes 50% is the ceiling for a lot of programs in terms of the percentage of your income that can be utilized for you to purchase a home. And that 50% ceiling includes all of your debt. So if you have 30%, or 40% of your income that goes toward paying off debt, well, that only leaves 10% of your income to actually qualify for a mortgage or 20% if you've got 30% going toward other debt. So 
you want to make sure that you keep the percentage of your income that goes toward paying off borrowed money low to best help you to be able to purchase a home that you would feel comfortable living in a home that you really want especially in this environment right now where home prices are increasing and staying high and it's pretty much the new norm of where we're at right now so that's all i have to say about debt moving on to credit when it comes to credit pay all of your bills on time if you have followed me for any amount of time see my content on Instagram, TikTok, again, at GA Loan Officer on Instagram and TikTok. You've heard me say this multiple times. The best thing you can do to help your credit is to pay all of your bills on time. In the mortgage industry, we use your FICO credit score to determine what your credit profile looks like and whether or not you qualify for a mortgage. Well, the biggest factor that affects your FICO credit score is payment history. 35% of your FICO credit score is formed by payment history, which is just your ability to make on-time monthly payments for the debt that you have. So by you simply just paying your bills on time, that can go a long way towards helping you build up that credit score. So you wanna make sure you're paying all of those bills on time. And as a side note, there are other things that you pay routinely that are not normally shown on your credit report, such as your rent um, and other bills like your cell phone bill, your utilities bill. There are ways that you can also have those be reflected on your credit so that they can help your credit scores out as well. So that might be something you also want to look into um, in terms of ways that you can have your rent uh your cell phone bill your utilities bill to show up on your credit report now sometimes that might come at a cost because there are some third-party services which you will submit your payment history to these third-party services and they will in turn report that to the credit bureaus on your behalf so that they can show up on your credit report so it may come at a cost however it may be a benefit to you if it helps you to build your credit and allows you to be able to purchase that home so First and foremost, pay all of your bills on time. Secondly, keep your credit card debt low. This is the one debt, again, that you can pay off at any time. You don't need to consult anybody about that. Really, it's, it's your money, your life. You don't need to consult anybody about anything that you wanna pay off. However, I'm offering you guidance in terms of if you're looking to purchase a home, that if it's not credit card debt and you're looking to pay down or pay off something else, talk to a mortgage loan officer first so that you know how it will affect you and being able to accomplish what you're wanting to accomplish. However, when it comes to paying off credit card bills, you can pay off those credit card bills any time and you want to keep that credit card debt low because having that credit card debt low is what's going to help your credit score out as well. So let's say you have a credit card with a thousand dollar credit limit you max that thing up to $1,000, that hurts your utilization, your debt utilization, which means that you have a lot of debt, but you're using a lot of your debt. That shows that you're, you're, you're treating debt in order to maintain your lifestyle. And that's not the purpose of a credit card. Now, I know I'm gonna offend some people with that statement because there are a lot of people that are like, well, life is expensive. I gotta use my credit card so that I can pay my bills so that I can, and I understand that completely. So I'm not trying to just, you know, 
poke the bear, so to speak. I'm not trying to, you know, have people coming after me or everything, but I do want to tell you the truth, which is that credit cards are not meant to be something that you use to support your lifestyle. They're meant to be something that you use in case of an emergency, something that you use when you need to use it. Um, but then you also have the money in your checking account or your savings account where you can pay those credit cards off immediately. And you're not just propping up your lifestyle on a bunch of plastic credit cards. And rather you're using them more you know, strategically, you're using them wisely. And so when you have maxed out credit cards and from month to month, you're just carrying high balances over from month to month to month, that hurts your credit score because it looks like you're just utilizing your credit cards to prop up your lifestyle, which means that you might be living above your means. You might not be good with managing finances or managing money. In either case, that negatively affects your credit. So you want to consider that when it comes to how you utilize your credit cards. And if you can, by any means, keep those credit card bills low, keep the credit card debt low or keep it at zero. Use your credit card, but then don't use more than what you can afford to pay off immediately. And that's the key. So with that, lastly, just wrapping up by saying talk to a good loan officer before you go to talk to a credit repair company. There are a lot of credit repair companies out there and in the state of Georgia, it's actually illegal to operate a credit repair company that's promising to be able to remove items from your credit that's promising to be able to improve your credit score or things like that. That's actually illegal to operate a company like that in Georgia. And part of the reason that Georgia makes it illegal is because there are a lot of credit repair companies out there. And I'm just going to go ahead and make this blanket statement. The majority of them are garbage. The majority of them are going to take your money and they're not going to do anything to help you improve your credit. A lot of credit repair companies out there will take your money and then what they'll do is they'll dispute everything on your credit and try to see if they can get something to stick. Maybe they can get a creditor who won't respond and now that credit can fall off of your credit report. Um, but they'll dispute everything and try to see if they can get something that sticks. You don't want to go disputing legitimate items on your credit report because now you end up with a whole lot of disputes on your credit. And those are things that can also be a hindrance when it comes to you being able to purchase a home as well, because those disputes now have to be removed from your credit so that your true credit score can be viewed because those disputes, when they're on there, do affect your credit score and everything. So again, those are things that can hinder you or create some obstacles or some hurdles to you being able to purchase a home. So before you go and just, I know what I'm doing when it comes to my credit, or I'm gonna go to this credit repair company, talk to a mortgage loan officer first. Again, these are the individuals, myself included in that, because I am a mortgage loan officer. These are the individuals that know what it takes for you to be able to purchase a home and know the best way for you to be able to accomplish that. And so you want to talk to that mortgage loan officer, especially when it comes to your credit and your debt, so that you can know the best way that you should navigate in terms of being able to purchase that home and talk early. Don't wait until you're like two months out, three months out, and then I'm going to go have this conversation with my mortgage loan officer. 
No, maybe you have that conversation when you're six months out, when you're a year out, because if you especially don't know what it is that you need to be doing in order to set yourself up to be able to purchase a home, having that conversation early is something that can really help guide you so that maybe you just signed that, re renewed that lease for that apartment where you're living at right now. So now is a good time for you to talk to that mortgage loan officer, not three months from when that lease is about to expire and you're looking to purchase a home. Start the conversation now. And that way, throughout this whole next year, the whole next 12 months, you've been doing everything that you need to do to save the money, to pay off the debt in the right way, to do the right things to affect your credit score so that you are ready come 10 months from now, 11 months from now, time for your lease to be up. You're ready to go ahead and go to the closing table and purchase that home as well. So that's all that I have for you. Thank you for taking the time to tune in. Please do like and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help me to be able to bring this information to a lot more other people who it can benefit in their homeownership journey as well. So as always, please do uh, follow me on social media. You can find me GA Loan Officer. That's again, GA Loan Officer on Instagram and TikTok. I put out a lot of great information on there every week. So please do uh, follow me on those channels and stay educated, stay tuned in. Uh, I've got a webinar coming up as well. I do a webinar every month, uh, generally towards the middle to the end of the month on Thursday. So if you follow me on Eventbrite, follow Greatest Asset Community on Eventbrite, and that will keep you updated on when the next monthly webinars are coming up. So with the monthly webinars, it tends to be a longer presentation. I go through a whole slideshow. I give uh, a lot more detailed information on whatever the topic is for that month uh, for the webinar. So again, head over to Eventbrite, follow Greatest Asset Community, and that way you can stay updated on all of the webinars that are gonna be coming up each and every month throughout the year. So again, thank you for tuning in. I greatly appreciate your time. Wishing you all the best and look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Take care, be blessed.